This is the Business of Leadership Series Minute with your host, the best-selling author of Don't Buy a Duck and founder of MarketingStrategyHero.com, Derek Champagne. We've got a great guest today. You may have seen her on Shark Tank. She's making some big waves around the country with her, with her business, Mama's Milk Box. Elena Petzold, welcome to the program today. Hi, Derek. Thanks for having me. I'd love to hear about your story. I remember when I saw you on Shark Tank, you've got a, a cool journey. I love the entrepreneurial spirit. And so can you take us a little bit back through how you got to where you are today? Yes. How far back are we going? <laughs> Tell me some highlights where you uh, where you found yourself with this product or with a, a gap in the marketplace and decided that you were going to explore. Yeah. You know, it's funny because a lot of people ask me how I came up with the idea to create Mama's Milk Box. And what's funny is that was not my idea at all. <laughs> the Yeah, the business actually started out, um, I was pregnant, I was with my second pregnancy and I was really struggling to find maternity clothes in Pittsburgh that I liked. So I was going to open a maternity and nursing boutique in the region. Um, And then actually I had difficulties with my pregnancy which delayed me from opening a physical location. But I had inventory and a lot of moms were looking forward to the store opening. So what I started to do was sell um, via private appointment. Hmm. And I would do styling consult phone conversations with my moms and then I'd pull clothes that I thought that they would like and in their size and then I would drive to their house with a rack um, and basically they would shop like that. So it's kind of like an in-home, one-on-one, door-to-door shopping appointment style. And then, uh, go ahead. (laughs) Please, no, please go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, it just, it kind of, it took off. I I wasn't solely doing that in the beginning. I still planned to open the store, but I was actually busy enough that I delayed opening the store more because it gave me a little bit of flexibility with my children. Hmm. Um, And then one of my clients said she had a friend who was really jealous of not only the clothes that she had, but the way that she was shopping, you know, that's this very personal styling shopping way. Uh, And I told her, just, you know, give your friend my number and I'll do the same thing for her. Her friend lived in Chicago. I said, I'll just, I'll send a, you know, a box to your friend of a couple things I think she'll like and whatever she doesn't like, just send back. And that's really where it took off. Um, That mom was in a breastfeeding group and she took the box to one meeting and then I had two moms email me from there and then I sent two boxes and then three moms called me from there and it just kind of it was a force to be reckoned with basically wow. is how it happened <laughs> so so I, what what period of time was that from day one until you you started to realize that you were on to something or, or that the snowball was happening yeah so I started my business in 2013 I realized what the potential could be with the service for 2014 and then by mid 2015 it was so busy and that's really where our sales were that that exclusively became the business wow what kind of transformation did you see when you i mean you started out going door to door basically uh, and when when did you realize that you it was a subscription model <sighs> I, I always say i fell into it so that's the really funny part Um, because I would have never even dreamed that it would be. It was right around the time that all of these subscription models were becoming a thing. Right. Um, And we we went back and forth between having it be a subscription. We kept it as a subscription because it was convenient for the moms. And I think just overall the fact that they kept coming back for more is what made us realize that that's what it was. I mean, I would have 
people every couple of weeks contact me and say, okay, what else you got? And it was like, wow, you know, we just sent you a couple hundred dollars of clothes, like, you know, two months ago. But uh, the funny thing about breastfeeding clothes is it's very addicting. Um, breastfeeding is a full-time job for new moms, um, whether they're pumping or doing it, you know, exclusively with the babies. And having the clothes that help you do that is so completely life-changing um, that once you, you know, get one or two or three pieces, you realize, why don't I have, you know, 10 or 15? Wow. So tell me a little bit about, are there any, any challenges or setbacks that happened along the way that you did not expect or were not, were not expecting as you were launching this business that took you by surprise? Um, I mean, I think from the get-go, and it's still an issue we have, the technology, there's not really, my model is so very unique, there's not really the exact technology we need on the back end to kind of keep it going at the speed we want. Uh, if I had realized that at the forefront, I might have planned a little differently, but I was kind of hoping some point down the line we'd get an investor. So I thought that would kind of like resolve that, but um, we're not there yet. So that's something that it's like one of those things that you don't realize is going to be a problem and then is going to be a problem. And then sometimes hopefully you can make it go away and then sometimes you can't. Um, and so we can't right now. And then what we have to do sometimes is just close our line, which is really hard. It's like, you know, we have customers lining up, but we can only process so many shipments. Mm. You know, physic- we're physically human. You know, right. we're not robots who can't go nonstop. So, you know, when the queue becomes like way too long that like we just cannot physically pack that many boxes in a day, we close the queue for periods of time. Hmm. I mean, it's a good problem to have, but it's also a, a, a dangerous problem to have as well to keep a balance and satisfying your demand. It is because they get very mad. <laughs> we, <All right. laughs> get, we get a lot of moms that get upset. Um, what we did last year to try and resolve some of that is that we do have, we added like an additional sales channel. Hmm. Um, and so we do make the option available to moms to either shop direct if they can't get a shipment. So they still can get the same clothes and they just kind of have to do some of it themselves. They have to place their own order. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I hadn't thought of it that way, but I guess I guess the, your customers are also in that in a certain time frame as well, aren't they? So they might feel a different urgency uh, yes. than somebody else that just kind of wants a product just because they feel like having it. Yes, and our customers are also very emotional. So <laughs> when they want it, they want it. And I mean, I understand completely because that was how I kind of started the business. It was like I was, you know, wringing my fist at the sky like, I, I want certain clothes, you know, and... I, my poor husband I told him one day I'm like I'm, I'm gonna open a store you know and he's like okay thinking it was a one time thing and then meanwhile it turned into mama's milk box hey if you're a small business owner and you need help working through some upper limit challenges you need a board of personal advisors you need help with your growth go visit DerekChampagneMastermind.com